Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 91 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. This is a special series conceptualized to put in perspective the recently concluded IPL mega auction and a preview of sorts before the 2022 edition of this illustrious IPL. I'll be interviewing a fan from each of the IPL's 10 teams as fans are a crucial part of the game and hearing from these diehard fans will be fascinating. podcast today we have satvik bhat satvik has been an avid cricket fan who has been following cricket since india's 2017 champions trophy loss he has also been a big fan of rcb predominantly because of ab devilliers he also has a cricket channel on instagram titled the statsman where he posts his analysis about current cricketing events he also likes to dive deep into everything that concerns cricket It will be very interesting to have this discussion with him and without further ado let's get started. Hi Satvik, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I am great Neha uh, and uh, for cricket I am always great and thank you for allowing me to be a part of RCB's podcast especially because it's been a team which i have associated myself a lot because i i am a guy who is very outward but uh, when it comes to real performances i can't perform as good as others so rcb is the same it's the most outward team <laughs> i think that is really well put and thank you for that uh, answer but uh, to just kick start the discussion how did you become such a big fan of rcb Uh, i am actually from uh, this region the karnataka region so i think so it's a little bit of that thing and also i'm a big fan of ab devilliers his oh. way of batting and the aggressiveness he shows while batting in the 360 degree how can you how cannot you be a fan of ab devilliers when he hits those shots for fun and destroying <laughs> bowlers exactly and uh, you know rcb has had a very tricky time in the ipl as i was talking to the delhi capitals fan yesterday as well but uh, for us it's also been super difficult so how has it been you know being an rcb fan for so, so long the trials and tribulations and everything associated with that yes it's been a very uh, happy and sad it's been up and down up and down but we go because as we say and as we are famous for we are the most loyal fan base in itl and the loyalty we are showing will be forever mostly yes absolutely and if you had to look at uh, last season and uh, particularly focus on the biggest hits and misses what would that entail the biggest hits i think so would be harshal patel obviously that guy was superb and then uh, maxwell uh, with his bat didn't expect personally but got those runs uh, and another hit would be siraj is bowling he rose from being a fringe bowler to now a star bowler or a main bowler of rcb and charles second uh, second leg form the misses would be uh, virat kohli and ab devilliers when the entire team was performing they didn't perform and that i think so is a big miss and uh, and the all rounders are the lower middle order which we have struggled every every season 
Right. And also prior to the auction, RCB had crucial retentions. So how would you rate those retentions and how crucial are they going to be, you know, going in ahead with RCB's prospects this IPL? I would give the retentions eight and a half. Okay. Because if they would have retained Harshal, I know uh, he doesn't bat as good in the IPL, but I know what he can offer with the bat. Mm-hmm. And if he was retained instead of Siraj for suppose an eight and a half CR, if that was the case, I would have given this retention list a nine or a nine and a half because batting is crucial as a bowler. You don't get that in the market. Right. And uh, if you also observe prior to the auction, I think no bones had been made about uh, their intent to sign this prospective captain. Shreyas Ayer's name did do countless uh, rounds and, you know, Akash Chopra's uh, statement further fueled those rumors. But RCB was obviously prized off of that deal and we were a little, you know, stuck as to who could be our captain. Now, the attention did turn towards someone like Faf Duplessis, who was reluctantly let go off by CSK, but we were lucky to snap him. Now, when you look at someone like Faf Duplessis in RCB ranks, it wouldn't be a huge surprise if he's appointed the skipper of the franchise. And uh, probably the same goes with Maxwell and even Dinesh Karthik. So, uh, first up, what are your thoughts on acquiring Faf Duplessis, the player? And who do you see as the next captain for RCB? I think so. Um... The captaincy option, uh, Faf, Maxwell, and DK. If you can, if you see, Faf has never played under Kohli, and that is a big point which was made by the management. And I, I agree with it, hundred and twenty percent, because Virat Kohli is a guy who wants uh, the captain who, who who he knows that is mm-hmm. a separate or a dignified leader. And with Faf, the first buy, I think so. It's one of the best buys RCB have done with the bat, which includes Chris Gale and AB De Villiers and Virat Kohli, obviously. So uh, it would be in my history books or RCB's history books. But uh, Faf, as a captain, I didn't think I thought of Jason Holder mm. because uh, we needed an all rounder who could uh, help in our bowling and also our lower middle order. That's the problem. But Faf as a captain is a good choice because uh, he's a guy who I have seen in South Africa colors. He always encourages his bowlers um, however they perform, whether they perform good, bad, or seldomly uh, they bowl. He encourages everyone and that is a key point. And uh, we have seen that with MSD as well. And if Faf does that with RCB players, I think so. RCB has a chance to go to a higher stage, which is the playoffs. Fair enough. And if you observe RCB's auction, we also extraordinarily splurged on players like Harshal Patel and Vanindu Hasranga. And this pair, if you observe uh, last season, had it had very contrasting seasons. While obviously Harshal Patel went, you know, got away with the purple cap, got so many wickets. Hasranga got a few opportunities here and there, but he hardly impressed greatly. And uh, what were your thoughts on these acquisitions? Was the amount spent on them fair enough? And how do you see them, you know, uh, help the squad in this uh, season coming up? With Harshal, I think so. Uh, 9-10 is a fair one. But with Hasranga, the problem is they are saying, the management is saying the batting. But obviously, if I see, and I am, I also follow Sri Lanka cricket a lot, so uh, where, what I see is he's a good bowler 
and uh, he deserves the number one T20 bowler no doubts about that hmm. but 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 his batting is not even comparable to a shakib okay uh, that yeah. is a concern hmm. and also uh, with hasaranga his batting is neither power attacking nor he takes singles or doubles so that is a big concern for rcb so they haven't uh, got that whole cleared the number 7 number 6 right that's a very good point you bring and uh, even besides that right rcb was one of your more active teams on the first day of the auction they bid for almost every top cricketer available and they kept their fan base in the rest of the auction room guessing as to what was the strategy now in the process we saw how rcb got someone like josh hazelwood and shabazz ahmed within uh, rcb ranks so how would you rate these buys josh hazelwood is an excellent pick because uh, we didn't have an overseas fast bowler especially to bowl the death overs we always had those coulton isles and uh, ken richardsons but they are uh, what i say is uh, in australian uh, team also there if it was the second 11 they would have played but mm-hmm. josh hazelwood is a guy who plays in an australian first 11 and that is a crucial point whereas with shabas uh, i think so people underrate him but he's a superb guy and i will be talking more about him he's batting his bowling is it's too, just so underrated in rcb camp if he was in other camp other teams camp surely would have been close to the india a circuits and all those hmm. and uh, you know owing to rcb's propensity to spend big they obviously left themselves uh, short of cash on day 2 of the auction meaning they couldn't bring any substantial players on board i mean this is not to take away from the buys we had in the form of david willy or finn allen shofin rutherford these guys came through but in all likelihood may not really be a part of you know the first choice playing 11 players unless you know an injury happens and they are stepping in as replacements so what are your thoughts on these purchases and how excited are you to you know see them get those few games i'm actually confused with rcb strategy after those two buys which is faf and uh, harshal hmm. after that i am confused about hasaranga speak uh, at that price and then i am also confused about uh, anuj rawat for that buy, price is a good no doubt he's uh, the hot property as well for delhi in domestic cricket after nitish rana but for that price i think so it's uh, we have splurged money on him for a left hander which was mm-hmm. i think so uh, in social media as well it was a crucial point that rcb didn't have a left hander and for that purpose they went heavy on uh, anuj rawat where whereas we had a kas bharat going for 2 cr to delhi mm-hmm. i mean that was a better pick for us than um, anuj rawat no uh, no disgrace to anuj rawat's quality but Akesh Bharat is a guy who has performed for RCB in crucial situations. So that has left our day two plans uh, to be too silent and last moment type. Right, and uh, 
you know, RCB has assembled a good bowling unit and this comprises of proven IPL talents. Nasiranga, I know, is a relatively unknown commodity, but you can't take away his recent international performances. And I feel he can really be this potential game changer for RCB. Now, Harshal Patel and Siraj are also excellent options at the death and we've seen how they have excelled in that role. And Josh Hazelwood is your genuine wicket-taking option with the new ball. So all in all, do you think this is the best RCB this is the best bowling unit that RCB has put together that can actually succeed in the years to come? Uh, yes, it's one of the best bowling attacks, one of the best bowling attacks, uh, this IPL as well, and in the history of RCB, because we had a bowling attack in 2008, 9, 10, where we had Stain, Kumble, uh, Vinay Kumar, Zaheer, all those bowlers who were prime at the prime peak. And after 2018 also, uh, 2019, beg your pardon, uh, they had one of the uh, good bowling attacks, not the best because MI, CSK, all those had great bowling attacks, but RCB, oh, this is a serious attack to fear the opposition bats. Right. And, uh, you know, when we focus on the middle order, I feel that's a bit raw. Now you have two of the spots that's potentially going to be occupied by someone you highly spoke of, Anuj Rawat, and uh, one of, you know, Mahipal Lomdor or Lavneet Sisodia. So this obviously leaves uh, big match players like Maxwell and Dinesh Karthik with slightly greater responsibility. So how do you think RCB will tackle that? And what do you think would be an ideal batting order, you know, keeping Virat Kohli and everyone in uh, mind? What do you think would be the most ideal thing? I think so. In social media, uh, what I've seen, uh, they have complicated the batting lineup, which shouldn't have happened. Maxwell at four is the perfect option because uh, he he can anchor the innings, he can accelerate mm. the innings, he can spin pace. And uh, the middle order, uh, there's a Mahipa Lomro, who I think so uh, hits a long way against spin bowling. And RCB's middle order didn't have that spin bowling hitting prowess. Yeah. Uh, which we tried last season with Sachin Baby, but didn't uh, happen eventually. So that is a good buy at 95 lakhs. And then DK. Uh, though price, I think so, four, four and a half was uh, decent. But going at five, five and a half was a little costly. But for an experienced Indian wicketkeeper and finisher, you have to pay, uh, pay the price. And that is a good price because RCB have to then uh, find a young wicketkeeper, his uh, position would be right, and etc. etc. And we have a finishing abilities like DK. Right. And, uh, you know, who do you think were some of the players that you thought would make it to the RCB squad? But uh, perhaps, you know, the intense bidding quite ensured that didn't happen and left you a little disappointed. There was not an intense bidding on one player. I was thinking uh, in RCB was uh, Narayan Jagadishan. The way he performed in this uh, Mushtaq Ali and uh, Vijay Hazare for Tamil Nadu, I think so. He was an ideal pick at number four, five. He could have anchored the innings. He also finishes and in domestic cricket, he's a serious pick. Hmm. He went to CSK in on the second round. In the second round. So that I think so is a miss and Jason older. I think so he would have been a not a captain's option better one, but I think so for a middle order bowler, four overs bank and a finisher. 
Hmm. You, I think so. Jason Holder, because of that bidding which went to 8.75 CR, I think so. He could have been in our ranks, but it's auction dynamics at the end of the day. Fair enough. And uh, if you had to reflect on RCB's domestic recruits, who would be some key players that you would personally, you know, look out for considering, you know, the strength that is there with the domestic setup? So who would be some of your players? Mahipa Lomroor, first, because mm-hmm. the way he hit spin and also he recently performed for Rajasthani Ranji Trophy, he has been excellent. And then I uh, highly rate Chama Milind, who has been uh, the number one or number two uh, wicket taker in uh, Mushtakali this year for uh, Hyderabad. So he's a serious prospect, left arm bowler. And third guy, I know he won't get many chances, but he's uh, part of that under 19 winning setup, Anishwar Gautam. Yes. Watch out that guy. He boasts left arm spin, uh, left hand batter. And you don't get that uh, prowess in Karnataka, especially a lot. Mm. And there's a local flavor as well. So watch out and bank on it, RCB management, please. <laughs> exactly. And uh, if you had to, you know, place a SWOT analysis uh, for RCB on paper, what would that look like? The strength is obviously the bowling. The bowling is a strength mm-hmm. and uh, the captaincy, I think, is a major strength. The batting eventually is our weakness, which shouldn't have been. Uh, we, have, we have been known for our batting for, I think, so, the last five years or ten years or till eternity. But uh, I think so, Virat Kohli, Faf, Maxwell, Lomroar, DK, that's not, your, not a strong batting lineup to end with. Mm. and uh, opportunities I think so Shabazz Ahmad what a pick I think so the price they have brought him in that's 2.4 CR which is less than Harpreet Brar I mean this is a steal for RCB about which no one is talking and I think so if he performs this season I think he should be promoted at 3 if he bats and bowls like he has been doing Watch out this guy near the India ranks. And threats, finally. Threats would be playing spin for the top order because our top order has been, and I think so this season as we also, will be a poor playing, poor batting lineup against spin. And also the uh, spin bowling. We don't have spin backups. If Hmm. Hasaranga gets injured, we have to play with an all-pace lineup and then with Shabas. So this would be my SWOT analysis. Okay. And uh, if you had a chance to you know, talk to the team management and be a part of the think tank, what would your ideal playing 11 look like? Like, what would you suggest? Uh, my ideal playing 11 would be Virat and Faf because Faf can accelerate, whereas Virat can uh, then go on and anchor an innings at three, I would, I have to unfortunately bring uh, Anuj Rawat to, no disgrace to his talent, as I said earlier, but mm. the uh, amount they have paid is too high and now he has to be in the playing 11. So Anuj Rawat at three, Maxwell at four, uh, Mahipa Lomrod at five, a spin hitting prowess. Okay. At six, we have DK and then uh, Shabazz at seven, Waninda Asranga at eight, 
Harshal at 9, Siraj at 10, and Hazelwood at 11. And the backups, I think so,、uh, for the first few matches where Maxwell and Hazelwood are not there, I think so the backups will play a crucial role. So everyone except DK will be promoted and will play Sherfin Rutherford. And instead of、um, Hazelwood, Jason Berendorf, I would like him to play because he brings a left arm angle, swings the ball. At the top and also bowls well at the death. So he's an underrated cricketer. I wanted him in RCB and he's brought by the RCB management. Right. I think、uh, that does sound like a very good、uh, playing level. And if RCB actually fields the side, they can be a threat to you know most of the oppositions coming in. And、True. considering the matches are happening in India, we can see you know RCB put up a commendable show, even though we might not probably have had the best option. And、um, right. yeah, so that pretty much concludes our analytical side of this episode, and we move on to the rapid fire. So, are you ready? Yes. Okay. So, who do you think was the best by RCB here? After Plessy and Josh Hazelwood. Okay. Who do you think were the worst buys? Ah,、uh, my favorite spinner, but one in the Asanga. <laughs> Your、uh, surprise buy. Anuj Rawat. Okay, who do you think will emerge as you know the player of the season from this squad? Mahipal Lomroor. Okay, who do you think will be the dark horse for RCB this season? Shabaz Ahmed. Okay, and who do you think is going to be the surprise player and you know completely outshine?、Mm-hmm. Anuj or Mahipal Lomro. Okay, and、uh, your expectations from RCB this season? Um, actually, um, I am considering them as a mid-table team if they perform well, and one of the top four franchises. Um, um, I mean, if they perform well, they could be in the top four franchises, and I think so. It's the number four, number five, number sixteen in the IPL this season. Oh, okay, and、uh, your unbiased prediction also stands the same, right? That they'd end up fifth or sixth in the table. Yes. Okay, yes. so that does conclude、uh, our rapid fire. Or、uh, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners of this episode and fans of RCB?、Uh, first, I would like to th-、uh, thank Neha for inviting me to、uh, Neva on the Backfoot podcast, which is, I think, so one of the uh, leading uh, podcasts in India, especially for、uh, cricket and sports. And、uh, for RCB fans, I think so.、Uh, we are the most loyal, and we will be the most loyal, no doubts about that. So we will eye for some stars in our、uh, lineup, and we would also、uh, look on to the established stars to perform well: Faf, Josh Hazelwood, and、uh, DK Virat, Maxwell. Right, and、uh, with this, we draw curtains on the episode that served as a review of RCB、uh, after the auction. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you for joining me on the podcast and for you know、uh, sharing such lovely insights and your observations from the auction.、Uh, thank you so much for also accommodating this interview. We did it in short notice. It goes without saying that you know you've been really helpful and coordinate. You coordinated really well. So thank you so much for that.、Uh, for that, and here's hoping to have you back on the podcast sometime. The future. Till then, take care and bye. Thank you.
would like to thank you all for ardently supporting my blog and this podcast. We are growing each episode strength to strength. It really gives me the zeal to keep working and delivering quality content to you all. A heartfelt thank you. Do check out at the rate never on the back foot on Instagram for the latest facts, trivia, quizzes, terminology, and a lot more that's coming your way this cricket season. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Also, feel free to share your thoughts and suggestions for the already published episodes and recommendations for future topics. Do share this episode widely and your support is really appreciated. See you next time listeners. Cheers, stay safe and take care. Bye for now.